good afternoon, Freddie. Happy birthday. You share a birthday with my father. Uh, so cool. Pretty cool. And also Anna Taylor joy, an actress. So look at you. I'm kidding. Selena. Don't forget Selena's birthday, April 16th. I do not know Selena. Okay. So that's Demir Krylock. Demir Krylock. That's a big one. Yes. Demir also a big one. Probably so many other people. Um, <laughs> so, uh, what did you kind of, so three preseason games are out of the way. Obviously you guys are preparing for Minnesota um, coming next weekend, I believe. Um, what, what did you kind of like and not like about those three preseason games um, kind of in the lens of, of what you're looking, what you're looking to accomplish during that time? I mean, you never like, I, I you know, when you take the, the whole trip of those three games, it was all positive. Well, what you don't like is losing Right. So, you know, when you just look at the result, you're like, ah, I, you know, we lost the game, whatever. It's, it's upsetting because you're all competitors. But when you look as a whole, the whole trip was very good. Even that LA galaxy, I thought it was a little warm. We started a little bit earlier than we did. It's the end of the trip. Um, I thought the first 35 minutes, they had a lot of control of the game in possession, but not necessarily hurting us. Um, and then we, even with that, I thought we created about, if I count, you're watching, we were actually watching the clips yesterday because we were going to show some video today. It was four to five good opportunities to score. And we limited, limited them to three, four, or five opportunities to score. So it was a really even game. They just ended up getting that one goal and we didn't. So I thought a fair result would have been a tie, potentially even uh, a win because uh, we created enough chances for that that the game has. But I was super pleased with the guys' uh, energy and focus at the training camp. There hasn't been a bad training session from the group overall. The vibes are good. We're working on some things. And, and, you know, the biggest part that I liked was our defending uh, is, is continuing to grow. You know, if you, if you look back to the Sacramento game, you know, all, and then the three at Tucson, we've, we, we only allowed one goal. Um, I think that the, the Phoenix game, I don't know if they even had a shot on goal. The Colorado game, they had some shots, but on target maybe two. So those are all very positive. Those are things that we've been working on and, and looking at and, and, and trying to continue to get better some details out and, and um, making sure it's clear to everyone. And, and we're seeing a good response from the guys. And as a, as a quick follow-up to that, one of the things I noticed in the, in the two preseason games I was able to stream was, um, you know, you, you, you've mentioned a lot in the past about like <clears throat> finding the, um, the best option forward as quickly as possible when you guys <laughs> – get the ball right. And if that's kind of not there, you work in possession, but you do it like possession with a purpose, I think is a phrase you like to use. I personally notice a lot of direct passing to guys like Anderson Julio and Rubio Rubin kind of more than I remember <clears throat> seeing a season ago. Um, and I wonder, you know, is that kind of, do you feel like that might be part of your strategy this year with guys who have some pace on them, like Rubin and Julio, or is that, was that maybe like, matchup related like what did you kind of see that that you employed that tactic across what looked like at, at least two of the games yeah it's uh it's it's part of the dna we wanted to become um you know you, the, the name of the game is score goals and the fastest route to goal is to play play direct um so but with that said it's with with an intelligence it's with with movements that need to be made i think anytime there's a ball carrier we're in possession and the ball carrier doesn't have pressure on them that's a great moment to make a run behind the opponents. The most dangerous space in a game of soccer is behind the center backs. 
Um, and that you rarely, you don't see a lot of movements or the best teams create movements in the, behind the center backs. The second base, the best area would be behind an outside backs. I think that's what you typically see the space that people exploit out wide, which is another great area to exploit, but it would be better if you can exploit behind the center back. So we're really talking about that in, into detail, but um, you know what you said tactically. And for us, it's part of our game model, but tactically there may be some games that you have to do more of it, less of it. Stages of the game, maybe early in the game, you got to do more of it, uh, especially because teams are full of energy and pressing that you don't want to fall up, fall into a trying to build out of the back when the opponent's very aggressive. And that's when maybe you exploit the space in behind. So it's just us figuring out when and why, because it's also very, um, it, it, it zaps a lot of your energy uh, pretty quickly from forwards, you know, if you're just doing that every single time. So there's, it's finding that right balance and, and stages of the game that makes the most sense. James, uh, I I first should say my wedding anniversary is April sixteenth, so that's a good day. That's a good day. Great um, day, <laughs> Freddie. I, from what you've seen in the preseason, what what are the things that give you the most optimism that you're going to be a more dangerous team consistently going forward? I know last year scoring goals was probably the biggest challenge. What are you most excited about from what you've seen that maybe that can change this year? The unity the group is having in all phases of the game, there, there seems a more cohesive, united group. The hard work that they're putting in every day makes us a better team overall. Every day they're coming in, putting in work. Um, and then I, I just love, you know, I thought this, the, you know, like bringing in Pablo has added some fine details to how we want to defend. Um, Matthew on the attacking side, some fine details that we, it's, it's not like there's huge changes. There's just some, some details that they're helping with that, that uh, helps the group out overall. And then, you know, anytime you bring in fresh blood and some, and some characteristics and, and personnel players, meaning new players that add something else, you know, Anderson adds a lot. Rubio adds a lot. Very excited with him. I think you guys have been watching Brody. I've been watching Brody since the Academy. I had him. He's finally getting his due diligence and doing well with it. You, you find a player that, that is going to push Aaron and, 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 and get opportunities this year. And he, he looks very, very, you know, to be very dangerous. I think you saw that goal against uh, Colorado. Excellent. Um, you know, he had, he had the, drew the foul and, and created the other goal. So just some players that are really, you know, that help a little bit in, in the competition and the quality overall that makes everyone else better. And maybe as a, a follow-up to that, do you feel like, <clears throat> this season can get every team had to deal with it. You were not unique, but the absolute chaos of last year, the start, stop, start, stop. Maybe do you feel like you're a team that's better suited to build consistently from week to week? Cause it seems like the teams that maybe had those superstars, maybe they could win a game if they were rusty, just because they had a guy make one special play. Maybe you're a team that maybe is in a little bit more of that consistently week to week to kind of build momentum. Yeah. Um, James, that's a tough question because you never know the, 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 you know, the truth. And it's, it's hard to really gauge. Was it COVID? Was it everything that was going around the club? What, like, what was it? Was it my coaching? Like there's a million things. I think we all, there, I think there was pieces of all of it. We all grew. We all went through something as a group. Uh, you tend to become a better team when you go through some um, things that we went through. Um, if you, if you channel it the right direction, there can be growth from it. And I think, 
I think that first and foremost that, that had the guys come in with a different mentality. It, it 100% didn't me. I know I saw it from the guys coming earlier. Um, you guys, you know, I've, I've already mentioned this a few times, you guys. And then you add some new blood. You add some new blood, some new pieces that we thought we lacked. You know, you get Pablo now in his second year as a better player. You bring in some new staff members. I just bring new ideas, fresh ideas, new, new positive vibes. Like there's a lot of the whole um, – you know, RSL way thing that I thought added energy to to the club when there's a lot of uh, uncertainties or, or, or you could look at it as uncertainties and then you you kind of now start getting everyone who kind of buy into one thing and an identity and forget everything else that's going on around, but let's focus on us. So there's a lot of things that I think uh, last year kind of threw us off and a lot of good things this year that I think will, will help us go in the right direction and hopefully makes us a more competitive team. Jake? Yeah, Freddie... You guys are the only team not playing this weekend. What are your thoughts on essentially, yeah, being that team that has the buy on the opening weekend of the season? Yeah, I, I haven't since I've been here. There hasn't had the buy, we haven't had a buy weekend, so it's um, I I don't know. You know, it's a lot of it's just going to be how we manage. I think I think part of that first game excitement, how we channel it, you know, and, and sometimes it works against you in nerves, and you feel like you're stuck in mud. There's other times where the excitement is you can apply that energy and being very aggressive and active and dominating the game. We know what we know is we're going to go play a very good Minnesota team. That's always given us a, a good game and us giving them a good game. And you know, it, it, there's some disadvantages, advantages, and one advantage is we get to watch and play a game before, right. And, and kind of get a good scouting. Whereas if we have some, you know, some, some of the preseason games, there's still a lot of mixtures in there and all that. It's not, you know, coaches are trying things. Um, this game will let us at least see a live game. Now it's on the road. Most teams play maybe a little bit different on the road than they would at home, but we get to scout it tonight and, and really go, you know, get a little thorough, go thorough through the, the scouting report and, and, and have a whole week of training and prepping for them. In many cases, more than a week. They had, they had to train for um, Seattle uh, this week. We've, we've already added some exercises that we think will help against Minnesota and then still have next week. So those are the advantages. And like I said, disadvantages are, the rhythm of the game. Now they have a game in their pocket of, of a real live MLS regular season match. That's, that's different than a preseason game. Um, and those nerves and jitters are out. So, so we'll see, we'll see how we handle it. We feel we have a good group that can, you know, come in with the right energy that we've had and, and can get a go and have a good game against Minnesota. A follow up on that. Did you guys adjust your preseason regimen? Cause essentially you have an extra week of preseason training here. Did you guys adjust to account for that? Or are you just kind of approaching things? Hey, we're in regular season mode now. Yeah, we had to adjust a little bit. It's a good question. We had to adjust and you know how we, 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 we got the, uh, we had a rate plan preseason based on, on the original date that they said was potentially going to weekend, I should say was going to start. And then it still took another couple few weeks to tell us what the schedule was. And then, so then we had to adjust and lighten up some loads uh, in our periodization and give an extra day or two off uh, to make sure that, that the guys don't get um, too, too much of a load in training. Uh, so yeah, we, there had to be some adjustment for sure. DJ. So uh, Freddie, I'm curious um, with Albert, you talk to him and you see how he trains, obviously statistically, that was a pretty disappointing year out of him a year ago. What are you seeing that makes you think he can get back to being the guy we saw two years ago and three years ago? His his training habits, the the seriousness that he took in in, in leading the group and to coming in early and see in preseason, his fitness level, 
Um, I don't know if he's talked to you guys about it. I, you know, but he's he's changed his nutrition, and those are all for me good, good honest um, reflections on on yourself to see if you can become a better athlete and get back to playing your best football. So from from everything I've seen, training habits, eating habits, fitness, all of that has been very positive, and it leads me to think that. And what I witness is that he's ready for to give the best version of Albert and for us to be successful in any team in, in the league, any team in the world, their, their best players need to have good seasons. They're the leaders. They got to be the leaders on the pitch, off the pitch. Albert is no different. We need, we need him to have a good season. And I believe he, he will with everything that he's doing. Amir, right now, the, the guys that we continue to say young guys, they're not young anymore. Aaron, Jay glad. Um, those guys got to have good seasons. They're, they're now veterans in, in, in many ways. So um, we need our best players to have good, strong seasons, and, and, and we don't expect any different from Albert. You're going to have so many new attacking players, and obviously Bobby Wood will come in here at some point, you know, a few weeks down the line and whatever that turns out to be. When you're playing more direct, does that give guys a chance to click a little more quickly or – regardless of how you play, is this going to be a work in progress? Cause there's so many new guys to get on the same page. Yeah. I think they'll still need to learn how to, you know, and talking about Bobby Wood, cause the rest of the guys are starting to gel and it'll, it'll still take a few games for every team in the league. It still takes, when you have new personnel, it's going to take some, I think in Bobby Wood's case, I think he'll come in into a place where he already knows someone that he, you know, played with and had a good, good um, time with, which is, which is Demir. I think the reason we're bringing him in is characteristics that we like from him that should, um, you know, go go into our our game model and how we want to play. So it's it's easier for him to adjust because it's already strengths of his running in behind, holding up the ball, getting in the box. Uh, like it, that's that doesn't change, but it you know some timing, some timing and and relationships amongst the, the his teammates on the you know, on the pitch will will take some time. It's only natural, uh, but I, I hope because of his characteristics and how we want to play and his relationship with Demir can hopefully make it a little bit of a smoother and easier transition. I know you're not going to give us the, uh, the starting 11, the formation. So I'm not trying to get that. Um, okay. I want to try to get that, but I'm really not going to try to get that. How do you Freddie? But, I, but I am curious if in your own mind, watching preseason, if guys, at least now, I mean, anything can change going forward, but at least now you've kind of sorted out, hey, this is what I'm doing with these positions, this is what I'm doing here with the defensive midfielders. Here's kind of the pecking order that they've established with the way they've played, uh, goalkeeping as well. Is that all kind of set in your mind now? Uh, for the most part, for the most part, um, there's always – it's early in the season. There's always time for things could change. I, I'm liking the roster. I think, when you know, we're still a couple pieces short to really make us – really add a real competition everywhere. I like the fact that Brody has stepped up and I think he's going to challenge Aaron and it's going to bring out the best in both of them. Aaron hasn't had too much of a challenge the last few years and you need as a professional athlete, as a coach, we need, we need a spark. You do, you know, bringing in new staff this year added some energy. It added an energy. Uh, That's important. And, and I don't see it any different with, with players. You know, Ashton Morgan is having a very good preseason on the left back that we haven't had. We've had to move Aaron there or, or make up things. Um, Noah Powder adds some new energy, different type of players, but add some energy. Tate, um, 
bringing Pablo in has kind of re-energized re like a like an Eric Holt who looks very comfortable in the center back position in the preseason. That's always a plus. Um, so yeah, in, in our in my mind and, and the way things go, they naturally you go through a preseason and you're giving everyone a shot and you're seeing things and you start seeing the the, the pecking order. But there's always those those few guys that that and I think we have more of them this year that are pushing that are there on people's heels and that's a good thing. That's a good thing that when we're when they're in need and it's going to be very important that the, the the twenty plus players are all engaged because I think if we continue to play that that sharp and and you you train good every day when an opportunity comes I think it'll help us uh, where I think last year there was times that we just we did we'd look down the depth chart and it was hard to to engage some new blood or guys that could really make a difference I think we might have a little bit of more of that this year. Dude, nine Wednesdays. And uh, and so many three games in seven or eight days. Does that uh, does that kind of uh, freak people out around the league? I mean, it, it is what it is in the pandemic, and you got to deal with it. And lots of teams do, so it's not you any more or less than anybody else. But that just seems like a ton of midweek games. It is, it is. But I think you know it's done everywhere in the world. It's you know you 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 would like for the sake of players and their well well being that. Well, they have a Saturday to Saturday. You really get to do recovery. I think the Wednesday to Wednesdays get into this whole much, like you don't really get to train proper. You know, it's a lot of just get there, recover, or a day off, recover, and then the, the, the minus one day where it's just tactical. Like, so, you know, there's moments that you're like, shoot, we didn't really get to put, like, we get to talk about the game plan and we get to walk through the game plan, but you don't really get to put everything into it as far as, you know, like physical and loads and all of that. That's very important, but, but there's no complaining. That's football around the world. I know, I know it's done. And, and again, if we continue to train the rest of the roster continues to train the way they are, it's, it's, it, it you're actually more, you know, on a positive to go into those weekends. Cause you know, you can give some guys some time off and play someone else and not lose much. Thanks Freddie. Yep. Thank you. Circle back to Alex. Freddie, I have to imagine that uh, with the way the season unfolded last year, that it was kind of difficult in a lot of different ways on a lot of different fronts to just enjoy soccer, to have fun with each other, to have fun playing the game. Um, you know, after I feel like now you guys maybe might be able to be a little bit used to on some level, just, you know, the protocols and stuff. I think we've talked about that before. And, you know, the ownership situation is going to play out the way it plays out. How much are you kind of thinking this might be a year to finally kind of get back to having fun on the field, having fun with each other? And how much do you think you might want to uh, encourage that and sort of try to foster that this year again? Yeah, we're all excited. It's not there yet. It's not quite there yet, but at least we've already dealt with the, the whole year of this and protocols and, and, and it's, it, it is exhausting to the players. It's not easy, right? It's, if it's exhausting for the players and the staff, it's more exhausting for Theron, our, our, our medical guy who has to be the guy that's always, you know, enforcing the rules and, and all that. I'm sure it gets tired some for him. Um, but, but yeah, we're looking at it as year. We, you know, we haven't gave it much. I think we've kind of gotten used to some of those protocols. Um, and, and yeah, my focus this year has been like the positive vibes, positive vibes is, is one of our, our core, core principles when, when we're here at the club and it's, it's, you know, there's so much negative or you can quickly get to the negatives here and people quickly look to negatives. Oh, the team did this, the team played bad, this guy, this guy, this guy, and we forget about the positives. And 
I'd really like to focus on that on the day to day. The focus. There's, you know, we when it's cold like today it was raining and some snow out here that we came inside and we put a little bit of music in in the in the first part of the training session and the warm up and some of those little when the guys are just getting out to the field just to uplift the spirit and you see it. You see it with the guys. And I think that's important because I thought last year there was a lot of, there wasn't so much of that. And we lacked that last year. And I, I think it's important that we try to, we work to keep the positive vibes on a day-to-day basis and enjoy the day and no, not look so much forward to the future and really handle the day and, and make the best out of the day. And then I think if you go in that direction, uh, a lot of times, you know, you it, it goes in, it, the overall pictures gets to, you get to it a little sooner as opposed to trying to skip, skip moments and parts. You just go to the day-to-day and, and it turns out, hopefully, you know, the way we want it to.